Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And on this episode, we are looking at the original animated version of The Lion King. And we, of course, are joined by a uh, hilarious uh, stand-up comedian, uh, personal friend of the podcast, uh, Andrew Barr, everybody. Hi, hello. It's very nice to be here. <laughs> uh, so I guess anytime we have... Um, I guess on the podcast, I always mm-hmm. kind of just like to ask, uh, what was your relationship with this movie coming in? I mean, obviously you'd seen it before. Yeah, I, I, I watched it when I was a kid, and then I didn't think about it until you guys asked me to do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> didn't think about it for 20 years. <laughs> and then Reeds was like, do you want to do the podcast? Do you have these three options for movies? And I was like, well, I've only seen one of them, so I'll pick the Lion King. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. No, so close good. personal relationship with Ab- Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> means a lot to me. <laughs> That's what we like is like, uh, you know, sometimes people have real stories. It's like, no, nope, this is just the only one of these I'd see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I remember liking it. <laughs> yeah, it was great. When we were five or whatever, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. This movie's timeless, though. Probably holds up. Uh, it, probably, it does hold up. <laughs> I find it totally holds up. Yeah, I love that. Music is good. A lot of times uh, when I go to karaoke, my go-to song is... Um, from this movie. I forget what it's called right now. Akuna Matata or no. Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Ah, yeah, that's a that's good the, one. That's the banger from this. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Akuna no, Matata. I don't think banger. I know what banger means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably the first time you've ever used the word banger. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm like I could I could dance to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can You Feel the Love Tonight is good, though, because the crowd usually sings along. So if you suck, no one really notices. Oh, okay. Everybody, it's a strategic, uh, strategic pick. That's, no, that's I just good, yeah. don't go to karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> like a good person. Well, I was about, to, I was about to say you, you're missing out, and then I was like, that's not true. I can't say that out loud. You're absolutely not missing anything. No. I was talking to somebody, and they were so mad because they were like, yeah, I was telling my friend I'm so shitty at karaoke, and it's so embarrassing. And she just looked at me and was like, yeah, karaoke's a really shitty thing to be good at. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to be shitty. It sucks when like theater school people come in and like ruin it for everyone by being way too talented. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. okay, great, thanks. Let's, yeah, let's not, let, yeah, just find a way to do that outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, villain of this movie is uh, clearly Scar. Yeah, I think <laughs> I mean, Scar is, is uh, the, uh, he's the, the front runner, he's I the, believe. Big time. Um, and yeah, I. Uh, okay, so was he right? Because there, I I think he's right for like a lot of this. I'm like, okay, I could agree or at least agree with your motivations. Although I would say there's one moment that I find particularly nefarious, and I was like, I don't know. That is it. That's, the regicide. <laughs> is, it the, is it the regicide? The killing of the king? Is that no? It's mean? actually not the killing of the okay, king. That's not okay, where okay. I draw the line. To be perfectly honest Fair with enough. you, because I could understand the motivations of that. Uh, also, we have to keep in mind that we're talking about lions. <laughs> I think that's a very important. <laughs> point to this movie so we're talking about animals that kill supposedly there's the subjects of their kingdom yeah so killing another i don't know if it's that bad whatever i will say the only point where i'm like okay i this is actually like just pure evil to just be pure evil is when he convinces simba that it was his fault because he was gonna kill him anyway so he just, oh. like, made him sad before he was going to kill him. Like, that's extra. You know what I mean? Good that's, point. That's some yeah. bougie shit. That's twisted the blade a little bit. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? That was the only part where I was like, okay, this is unnecessary, and I feel like we're really pushing it. And in hindsight, probably should have focused a little more on actually killing Simba than making him feel bad. Because yeah. he did not he did not follow through on that second part, and that no. is the most important part of your plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> classic, uh, classic leave it to the henchman, henchman. And fuck it up. Yep. Yeah, of yep. course. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, and I think I, I'm going to kind of be on the fence with Scar because mm. I don't think I don't think Scar is necessarily a very good leader. Uh, mm. I, I don't think you should go around killing things. But like, I think the political system that he is tearing down is it needs to be torn down. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like, as you mentioned, like this is this is a, a system where we have uh, the kings, the lions, who the lion king, mm-hmm. if you will, um, who is 
as you said, they're in charge of the people that they eat. Yeah. Right? It's really yeah. weird to think about and wrap yeah. your head around that part. But put yourself in the in in the headspace of like these herbivores and these mm. like, you know, the, the zebras and things like that that the lions are eating. Like Mufasa's going around being like, oh, it's up to us to maintain the balance of life and maintain the circle of life. Uh, and that's why we're in charge, right? It's like, we're going to eat you. But if we weren't maintaining this, it would all go to shit. Like, that's such a fucking lie. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if oh. they're like... <laughs> uh, sorry, that's my input. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and the, the lions are the 1%. They're assholes. They yeah. are the 1%. They're the rich people. Yeah. And I would say the, the sort of defense that Mufasa gives mm. is that, like, okay, we're, we're, we have to be good kings because we need to maintain this balance, right? Yeah. So that nature works in harmony with each other or whatever. But at the same time, you've got these hyenas mm. who are like relegated to this elephant graveyard with like toxic gas erupting everywhere yeah. and like nothing to eat. I was like, so clearly your like whole balance of this ecosystem doesn't work because you're excluding a whole part of the whole part of yeah. it. Yeah. And be like, you just go and starve in this corner and we'll. And Scar's just trying to build alliances. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's bringing two kingdoms together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I, I don't see any issue with that other than, obviously, the subsequent running of it. But the idea is not bad. Um, I think we should back up yeah. and talk about why is Scar not king? Because well, he's Mufasa's his older brother? I don't know. <laughs> Because, I, like, Scar I, looks older. He's not older. I read the Wikipedia. He's not older. <laughs> you know what? Okay, I had a, I have a, I have a weird theory that it's because uh, he wasn't king because he's gay. Oh. He doesn't have any oh. kids. Yeah. That's true. But that's also lion politics. Like, not to get. Oh, <laughs> tell me about you. lion politics, Craig. <laughs> this, Woo! this just shows, like, this the difference between me and Barb. It's like, on the way over here, he wrote, he read the Wikipedia on the movie we're doing, and yeah. I read the Wikipedia on lions. <laughs> <laughs> the, the politics of breeding in a lion thing, mm. which is basically only the oldest and most powerful actually gets breeding rights. Oh. All right. Oh, okay. So well, like, that basically, just lines up. just okay. like, yeah. So if anything, Scar's probably thinking a little bit with his dick being like, yeah, you know, I want some breeding rights here. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But then Simba comes back at the end and Scar doesn't have any kids. Or yeah, anything. nothing's happened. Well, and that's the other part I wanted to <laughs> talk about. So the reason I looked up lions, I was like, how long does it take from a lot for a lion to grow up, right? Yeah. Like, how long was Simba actually gone for? Oh. And like a lion reaches sexual maturity in like 26 months. So basically two years. Okay. okay. Right. There's no way that Simba was like newborn when he ran away. No. Right. So he like, he's like maybe like six months to a year old at that point. I don't know. But like the, the point is like scars maybe been in charge for at most two years. Wow. Yeah. Like, hasn't I think, been. I think it'd be even less than that, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably like okay. a, yeah, a year well, and he, a half. He definitely dug forward it a little bit. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> Like just screwed it up Simba, immediately. Simba comes back and the education system's all fucked and everything. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many kids in this class. No wonder all the lions are dying. We took away sex ed. They don't know, they don't know what to do. <laughs> the other thing I want to say about Scar, though, is yeah, when Simba comes back, things are shit. But can we really blame Scar for that? Climate change, man. It was going to happen anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And they did say at one point, I did clock this, that they said uh, the only option would be to leave. Like, that's what um, Simba's mother says. She's like, we, can, we have to go. We the only option Rock. here yeah. is to leave, which is then within whatever, one screenshot proven wrong <laughs> because they're on Pride Rock, you know, five minutes later, everything's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, you didn't actually have to leave. Yeah. And Scar was right in that. Is that He says, no, we don't have to leave. And he was correct yeah. because it did clean up. Yeah, <laughs> it rained and everything was yeah, fine. Yeah, and everything was <laughs> fine and they, and they immediately. Lead, they lead you to believe it like is raining because Scar was eaten by hyenas. And it's like, I don't think that's how the atmosphere works. No. I think it was going to rain no matter what. Yeah. I think that's what they call wet and dry seasons. Yeah, I've yeah. seen planet Earth. I know how this works. 
Also, yeah. I could make the argument that uh, that Mufasa wasn't doing his goddamn job either because the stampede that killed him should have been population controlled, man. Okay, <laughs> oh, you're out here yeah. eating things. Okay, you're not even eating the right group. Okay, you just got stampeded by something that shouldn't have even happened. Did you see how many? How many cattle? It was so many. It was so many. Okay. So hang on. Your, yeah. your stance is Mufasa was not a good king because he wasn't killing enough of his subjects? Well, yeah. If you're, yeah. Not, if you're not controlling your... If your sole thing is, is that you're supposed to be eating certain... You know what I mean? Like, circle of life, we're supposed to be shaving off small slices here and there. Okay. You right. missed one of your major <laughs> food sources here, I have to I have to say. If, if you have a group that big that could stampede there was like thousands of them there were thousands yeah yeah Yeah. population control i'll tell you what scar did not get stampeded i'll tell you that okay he did not he did not that was not going to be his demise no that's true that's true yeah you're right abundance of wildebeest was not scar no that's right he was eaten by a lot of hyenas (laughs) yeah so it was actually kind of the same but yeah you know um, Those were his buddies. Well, and watching and he, and he betrayed them. Yeah, watching the wildebeest. Or tried to. Yeah, watching the wildebeest stampede though. What what really struck me was like, oh, so you have the power and the numbers to overthrow these dictators, like. Mm. Here's the thing. Those one percent. Yeah, and those wildebeest would be fine without. Yeah. Apex Predators. Oh, certainly, but you know? it's it's Disney. Okay, all all movies have Disney law, right, for uh, animals. Uh, if the animal speaks, it's important. If it doesn't speak, it's food. <laughs> yeah. It's just the, those are the terms and conditions of every Disney movie ever. That is very true. Yeah. If you don't speak, you are food <laughs> and you don't matter. And you're not in the spectrum of uh, this, this uh, people that care about you, I guess. That's pretty dark. Go back. The the Little Mermaid, when they're sitting at that table and they're serving up fish and shit and everybody's fine because, you know, whatever. Those weren't the talking (laughs) fish. Those weren't the talking fish, so it's fine. (laughs) How fucked up was it that they make all the animals in the kingdom come to Simba's birthday? Yeah. Simba's born, and they're like, check it out. We're the lions, and we eat you guys, and here's a young lion that will one day eat your children. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Mufasa's this. Mufasa's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing, too. It's like, this is the, this will consume your young. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bow before yeah. me. <laughs> After I am dead, the bad times will continue. <laughs> and I thought that whole circle of life thing was such a bullshit argument where he's like, you know, we just eat everything, and then until we die of old age, natural causes, then we... <laughs> natural uh, causes. We, we, we live and eat you guys, and then we die, uh, you know, in our sleep comfortably. But then but then we become the grass, and you eat the grass. And it's like, I don't even think that's scientifically true. I don't think you become the grass. You just, I think you're just saying that. <laughs> I've never seen someone fertilize their lawn with a dead lion. <laughs> It's probably too expensive. It's like also not practical or or a dead anything. God, I've just, I'm sorry. I just had this picture of like the suburb somewhere and someone driving up with their pickup truck and just pulling a dead lion out of the back with a tarp and be like, hey, Jim. (laughs) Hey, Bob, what you doing? Ah, Just put a little fertilizer on the lawn, just lays down a dead. (laughs) Yeah. There's no way they become the grass. Total lie. <laughs> and the other thing is, believe me, if we do become grass, as as the one percent, we have someone actively working on how not to have that happen. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> them saying we become the grass is just them being like, "Don't eat my corpse." Yeah. Don't, please, please don't eat my corpse. My corpse is going to be grass. <laughs> but the hyenas like, wait, our uh, entire biological niche is that we're scavengers and eat dead things. They're like, no, 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 grass. Yeah, grass. None yeah. of you dirty hyenas. Thick, nice lawn. Yeah. I would make the argument if uh, you put over the Circle of Life song over um, Mufasa getting killed, a little more poetic. Uh, you know what I mean? A yeah. little less evil, a little more poetic. You just s- change the soundtrack to that moment, it seems a little different. Yeah. It's the circle. It's the circle. As he yeah. <laughs> The circle of life. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. That'd uh, really clean it up. Or like Hakuna Matata. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no worries. <laughs> <laughs> just start throwing them in there. 
It's a problem free. <laughs> now that we're on Akuna Matata, can we talk about how awful of a philosoph- life philosophy that is? It's pretty bad. I mean, I don't think it's bad for two things living in the jungle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Timon, Pumbaa? Well, I mean, like, it's basically taking the stance of being like, ah, why care? Things are bad. Just like don't don't care about anything. Just like give up. Gleeful nar. Um, what's the when you don't care about anything? It starts with an N. Apathy. Or? No, it's like a nihilism. Nihilism. Oh. Yeah, oh. it's oh. nihilism. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Just nothing matters. So therefore, we're just going to be hedonistic and eat bugs and relax yeah. all day. Yeah. Um, oh, can we talk? There's no way. There's absolutely no way that Simba on a diet of bugs would mature like he did. Oh, he would have been sick. <laughs> there's as hell. no way. Like there should be like spots of his mane missing. And, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like super thin. Like, yeah, rib showing. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Like there's no way he should look the way he does on bugs. Oh, he's sneaking some zebra or something on the side. Like he's going away and being like totally. And feeling bad about it too, you know what I mean? It's like, why <laughs> must I do this? Every yeah. <laughs> it's like a vampire that doesn't want to feed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, the ward hugs are my friends. Yeah, I don't think there's any reality where after he becomes king, he's like, okay, so we're all gonna eat bugs now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta try this new keto diet I'm on. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be great. So. The other thing, part about like Timon and Pumbaa, now that we're talking about them, is like we know what Timon Timon smells basically. So he's been like outcast, which like no Pumbaa, right? Sorry, P- Pumbaa has. Yeah. Uh, I misspoke. Yeah. <laughs> so what? But what the fuck did Timon do? <laughs> it's never mentioned out? while he was exiled. Yeah, because the meerkats are social creatures. Like you know, like they oh. like pop their heads out of holes and like look out for each other. And like, so like for him to be outcast, what? Like, did he murder a guy? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was gay. Oh, maybe. Maybe he just, uh, the rest of the what was he a meerkat? Yeah. Maybe they didn't respect his lifestyle choices. Oh, maybe that's it. Oh, he, yeah. he lives with a male warthog. Do you think? No, they're nah. not a couple. No, nah, they're, they're so friendly. Yeah. I don't, uh, know. I don't know. I think I just think Timon's up to some sinister shit. To you me, know? he might have done something terrible. He's like, because he's always taking credit for uh, Pumbaa's ideas, mm. right? And being like, I'm the smart one. Yeah. Um, I think maybe he committed like some fraud or something. Like he's he was like some run fraud. he was like run out of town on the rails sort I of thing. I can see that. He's got like a used car salesman vibe. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of looks like he should be wearing a blazer. Definitely. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I bought, I mean, I wouldn't buy, I wouldn't buy a used car from Timon in a blazer. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think that, I, I think Timon and Puma, as much as they come across as kind of like friendly guys, I think there's like some sinister shit going on there. Uh, there's, a, there's a reason that they're outcasts, I guess. Yeah. Sure. There must be. Like, like. Simba's an outcast because he murdered his father, presumably. Right. Right. That, so that's the level of outcast we're talking about here. Killing the king. <laughs> <laughs> Which, honestly, killing a king. Eh. Fuck it, man. <laughs> it's eat, a king. Eat, yeah. Eat the rich. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's killing everybody out here. It's the motherfucking jungle. It's crazy out here. Yeah, that's true. It's it's yeah. I guess killing's allowed. <laughs> it's part of it. Yeah, it's the circle of life. Yeah, and it's so like oh, you're pr- you're on pride. We're we're on the biggest thing around here. Like it's such big dick energy. I can't. It's <laughs> let's right. find the tallest thing, get to the top of it, and then I'm gonna tell my son that everything the sun touches is gonna be his. Yeah, that's some <laughs> which means everything. Very, by the way, <laughs> yeah, that is pretty privileged. Yeah, I've done. I, I I know I make this point every single time we get across one of these Disney movies. Yeah, but Disney is so obsessed with royalty and the hierarchy, and I'm just so tired of watching uh, princes and princesses cry because I don't care. 
Right. Okay. I just don't care. You have issues. <laughs> That's fine. People are getting eaten out here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> People are dying. Hyenas are starving to <laughs> yeah. death. Hyenas are starving to death. Absolutely. Have been outcasted, I suppose, for their sense of humor. They they seem like real fun guys. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like to have guys. them around as like court jesters or whatever. As long as you're a king, like, yeah, yeah. Have them be like the afternoon's entertainment. They seem like the type of people that I would like to. You know, you have those friends where you're like, I'm gonna see you twice a year, <laughs> and that's gonna be enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're gonna, like, you're gonna come away with stories. Yeah, like this is gonna be wild. We're gonna get hammered. We're gonna do some shit that we sincerely regret, but yeah. we're gonna wake up the next day and be like that was awesome <laughs> i don't need this for another six months yeah. and then you show up and they're your hero or villain of the week on your yeah. podcast you're yeah. like let me tell you about the time ed and i went down to the elephant graveyard holy yeah. shit yeah. <laughs> you'll go you'll go out with the hyenas you end up in an after hours like mdma <laughs> and shit. you're out till 2 p.m the next day yeah exactly yeah i mean i i could see why scar really wants to get this kid out of here you know what I mean? He's so, okay, like, uh, especially before the incident, okay? Yeah. Before the incident, Simba's like, he's a little bit of a bitch. He's a whiny little bitch. He's a little sure. bit, and he's, yeah. like, so entitled, and he tells every, he's like, I'm going to be king. I'm going to be king. Do you know, hey, 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 do you know I'm going to be king? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, my God. If somebody, okay, if somebody had, like, how old would he be compared to Scar? Like a, like a, like a tenth of his age. Yeah. Okay. Like easily. nothing. You know what I mean? I don't know how long lions live. Did you? Uh, I didn't get that far. <laughs> uh, Craig Faye clocks out at sexual maturity. <laughs> <laughs> when are lions sexually mature? 26 months, you say. Well, I don't care how long they live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he's got this kid bouncing around telling him that he's going to be his boss. Yeah. He he's like, I'm going to be your boss, man. Oh, yeah, to Zazu or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like to Zazu and like to Scar. Oh, to Scar Like too, yeah. to Scar too. It's just like the, the amount of says He literally sings a song that says, I can't wait to be king, which could be loosely translated to, I can't wait for my father to be dead because that's the only way this happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. good Like point. he's literally what like, yeah, shit. like living it up. Like I can't wait to be king, which yeah. is I cannot wait for my father to be dead. Yeah. Well, and it's so like, I listen, Simba. I got some. I got some good news for yeah. you because it's a lot sooner than yeah. you think. Yeah. Next act, baby. Yeah, whoopsie. You sung that into a monkey's paw. Now it's not going to turn out how you thought. Yeah. I just can't wait to be king too. It's like your balls haven't dropped yet, yeah. man. And you just got pinned by your girlfriend. Yeah. You got a. You got a while to 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 go on that. Yeah, you got a hot minute. And and he just wants to be king so he can do it all his way. Yeah. Like he's just like I can do whatever I want, which is like I'm willing to give him some slack because he's a kid, mm, right? Sure. But like, and like, what kid wouldn't be like, yes, I want power because then I can stay up all night and eat candy whenever I want. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not he candy; it's antelopes. Right. <laughs> I just—he doesn't get the responsibility of it all. Like this song should be like, "I just can't wait to pay bills." You know? <laughs> <laughs> I understand responsibility comes with this shit too, right? Y yeah, you yeah. Have, you can have things to manage, and like a, you know, a lot on your plate. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah, I've got to I've got to balance the circle of life. Do you know how hard that is? Yeah, I gotta maintain to, cons like conservation. Yeah, stuff you have to and, probably like eat animals you don't even think taste good just because there's too many of them. Yeah, and mostly the sick and weak. Yeah, you but, know that's probably not good. No, <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, hey, question, uh, Simba. Yeah, uh, just just a thought. Uh, could we eat something other than the sick and weak? <laughs> No. <laughs> no, that sounds hard. <laughs> if you want to chase down a fully grown athletic gazelle, mm. by all means, uh, yeah. do that. Yo, this is a little they, off topic, but have you seen those guy, uh, like those tribes that will actually chase down uh, like antelopes and shit? Yeah, yeah. they literally it's, just run them down. They until run the them down until the gazelle is like tired. Yeah, because That's crazy. Uh, because as a human being, you're only using two legs. Yeah, and therefore you are exerting less energy than something with four. Um, so they have they'll have one guy run up front, and then they'll have like three guys behind him, and he leaves stuff for them so they know where he's been going. Because once he gets it, like once he runs it down, because they just 
essentially falls over basically. And then he slits its throat. Right. Which I would imagine would make the meat taste quite gamey, but that's besides the point. (laughs) Um, yeah. And they run it down or whatever. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't, (laughs) I don't, I guess I don't need to be this graphic anyway, but then the three guys follow up and then they will, uh, because they've been going at a leisurely pace. Right. Because the other guy's got his head between his knees. Yeah. Just like, Yeah, and they just literally do it. I think it takes like uh, two days or something wow, like that. Like he crazy. just chases it for two days. Well, wow. and, and I, I have heard something similar to that before where they go, um, uh, the one thing human beings seem to be really well built for is long distance running. Yes. And like they talk about, um, this, this guy was, I think it was a TED Talk or something, he was talking about how like between men and women in the 100 meter dash, the difference between world record holders is like, many seconds, mm-hmm. like two or three seconds or something like that, which is, which is huge a lot. over that yes. time, right? Yeah. Uh, so they're like, that's sprinters. But then if you look at like marathon runners, um, the the difference between like the, the world records for like men and women is like two or three minutes, oh. which, over, which is like so close. Mm-hmm. And they're like uh, the number of like older people who can like run marathons and like young people, it's like, like we all kind of end up at around the same level. Like it's this great equalizer where it's just, yeah, we just run as a whole tribe together and run down animals and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's funny how, I don't know, evolution lets so many species down. Like like uh, you were saying about like when animals are scared, like the meat tastes bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, hey, I'm a gazelle. Could I have like, could I evolve in some way that like, so I can defend myself from the humans? It's like, no, but when they kill you, Fear will make you taste bad. <laughs> so they'll be like, this isn't a great dinner. <laughs> we saw, we, okay, next time we'll wine and dine the gazelle. We'll be like, you're our buddy. Come on in. <laughs> I got to trick him. Well, the gazelles are, uh, I saw a video once. You, I wouldn't want to take on a healthy gazelle. There's a video of like uh, this gazelle and like all these lions are surrounding it, but they're they're like waiting for the chance to pounce. Yeah. And the, the lion in the back goes for it, and the gazelle straight up throws like a Shawn Michaels sweet chin music <laughs> and catches this lion like right in the neck, and it just goes down. <laughs> <laughs> and then the gazelle bolts. Yeah. And the yeah. other lions, the other lions are just like. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guess, got I fucked guess, up. Just delete this deadline. Yeah. There was a YouTube video that goes with this is just a sharing animal videos now. As that was <laughs> to come. One was like, it's, I think it's a bison, a water buffalo or a wildebeest or something mm-hmm. in Africa and like gets separated from the herd and like these lions try and take it down. And it's like, the lions are like holding onto its back mm-hmm. and it like, shakes them off but then like falls into a river and an alligator bites it. <laughs> and it's like kicking and kicking and kicking and then it gets out of the alligator's mouth climbs out of the river and rejoins the herd and I was just wow. like what a terrible day that is for that but what a great metaphor yeah. for life what a story <laughs> yeah wow. even when you're in the alligator's grips man just just keep going keep fighting <laughs> Hot damn. It's insane. Um, yeah, so I don't I don't know. Personally, I think like Scar can't really be held responsible for the um, famine or whatever. Like yeah, the, yeah, the, the I don't weather. think so. Yeah. yeah, like like they're like there's no food, which you could maybe blame on overhunting, right? They kind of insinuate that the hyenas, um, because they are now allowed out into the open, mm-hmm. um, and that the lions are now working to feed them as well as the lions, that they've basically upset the balance and there's no more animals to eat. Yeah, yeah. but was it better that the hyenas were starving well, that's prior to that? That's what I'm saying. You're not maintaining that balance. Yeah. But then on top of that, they go, so that's, no, that's the no food uh-huh. issue. But then they go, and there's no water. Definitely not Scar's fault. Yeah, you know I don't I mean? think that's the same issue. You can't possibly blame that on it. No, yeah. it's like, here's what happened in real life. Scar takes over, great, really bad timing. Mm-hmm. A drought comes, the literal river dries up. The, yeah. the river that goes by Pride Rock dries up. The grass all dies and all the herbivores leave. That's not on him. That's like, that's like getting elected to be president during the Great Recession. You know what I mean? That's like... That's like, oh, the stock yeah. market just yeah. crashed and I just got elected president and now the yeah. economy is going to tank for the four years and then you're going to vote in someone asshole. Someone Absolutely. Asshole. And like, okay, and to back up, I mean, it wasn't like Mufasa was nice to Scar. 
It wasn't like he gave him a proper, it didn't seem like he gave him a proper job or mm. like whatever. He like, he was like super sassy with him and like, kind of like, first of all, pissed that he didn't show up to his son's like unveiling or whatever. And he's like, he's going to be your king. Like, can you imagine saying that to somebody that's loosely the same age as you? And like, you your have brother. to, yeah, your brother is that you have to respect my son. He's going to be in charge of you. Yeah. My head would explode. <laughs> My head would explode. Okay. You have to at least regard. Okay. I'm not condoning the murder of your brother. Right. But you have to understand the motivations here and the fact that they're lions. I don't yeah. know if you read, like, is there, is there any like sort of like uh way you can fight your way to the top in a lion's uh, den here or what's, I th- what's the deal? I think there is. I think they challenge each other. And I think they even mentioned that yeah. where it's like, Zazu's like, oh, are you challenging Mufasa? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I couldn't do that. I'm, I'm the, I got the shallow end of the gene pool when it comes to brawn. I'm mm-hmm. just the smart one, which like kind of an arrogant thing to say, but like, totally. yeah. Well, yeah, but at the same time, Scar is obviously downplaying his skill because like he he doesn't win, but he effectively takes on Simba, somebody that should be at his prime mm. when Scar's obviously like in his later years. Yeah. Um, he, he can still hold his own. Yeah, he used some dirty tactics. Like he like brushes like, uh, yeah, but as part of shit into Simba's pure strength, he's still holding it down. You yeah, know what that's I mean? True. That's it true. Is pro- you know what I mean? He's an older dude. Yeah. Still yeah. hanging on? He might not. Sometimes, like, I don't know, like, if I saw, like, a 21-year-old and a 45-year-old get in a bar fight, I'd be like, that 45-year-old guy is going to kill that kid. Just life experience? Like, yeah, just old man anger. and. <laughs> <laughs> they raised my taxes, kid, and I was just looking for someone to take it out on. <laughs> yeah, my man. wife doesn't look at me the same way she used to. Scar's this is coming out of your face. Disrespected. There, you know, respect costs nothing. Okay. Yeah. It costs nothing. And Mufasa could have been nice. So you know what I mean? Like use his talents. Yeah, use his talents. He is a smart dude. Okay. Like he is orchestrating quite a bit of things yeah. in the background. Okay. He obviously has a skill set. And clearly a lot of free time on his hands. Yeah. Why is a fucking bird your advisor? Excellent point. <laughs> Excellent. Why is a bird something you would eat, okay, and you also use as your plaything? He's also mean to his fucking advice. He's not even good to the people that works for him, all right? Like, when they go out there, I'm really... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too effed up for an uh, animated movie. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> fucking, you get out there, like, uh, when uh, he's teaching uh, Simba how to pounce, which, again, is just to teach him how to eat his subjects. Mm-hmm. Um, he uses Zazu as, like, a... As like a training doll essentially yeah that's, and that's your advisor right like those are the people that work for you and you're like this is fun and playful because it's my son and he's the king and he could do whatever the fuck he wants because we're the one yeah. percent i'm glad that uh simba didn't become king when he was like young and mufasa died like yeah he, he would have ended up like i think like joffrey from game of thrones mm. like, he would have gone like crazy with power if he got yeah. that at a young age he needed to go and like hang out with a couple hippies for a bit and be like, oh man, right. Yeah. This is how the other half lives. Yeah, man. You know, maybe backpack through Europe or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <On a little laughs> adventure. You know, find himself, that sort of thing. But you're right, Rebecca. It's like, I forget which episode you mentioned this on, but you were saying um, like, you need to give shitty people jobs, otherwise they'll fuck up. Yeah. You know, and that's exactly what Mufasa needed to do with Scar is like, you, you know what you're you go you go out and count the wildebeest you know what i mean like you go mm-hmm. like create me a spreadsheet go you know what i mean like how you're do the we... ambassador make sure the hyenas are fine yeah exactly like, yeah. <laughs> make sure they're fed because they're still living and breathing things and we should maybe worry about them I yeah. we should all worry about hyenas. Those things are badass. Totally. <laughs> hyenas are actually scary as fuck. Oh, they're the most terrifying creature. Uh, they have the women have false penises. What? Oh, oh tell me more, Craig. Yeah. Because you have piqued my interest for, for a long time. Like they were like uh, I don't know how long. Like we're talking probably like naturalists in the 1800s, right? Who oh. like they're like yeah, there's no there's no female hyenas because they all have like penises and there's like this weird like 
fake penis that the uh, the female hyenas have, and it's like for like intimidation and stuff like that. Oh, wow. yeah. As somebody with penis envy, that, yeah. that really yeah. has piqued my interest. But how old do hyenas get, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. You stopped. What I stopped. Is, I stopped at the sexual, sexual p- witch. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fake penis is good enough for me. <laughs> I think you just find one fact you like and dip yeah. out every time. <laughs> That's right. Oh, like a penises? That's great. That's, That's enough. That's all I need to contribute to a conversation. Uh, yeah, no, they're badass. They're they're scary, scary, scary creatures. Yeah, man. I'm super curious about the functionality of that fake penis now. Like, is the vagina under it and it, like, folds back if they actually want to have sex? Yeah, or? I think that's actually uh, pretty close to what it is. It's like a... Uh, it. It's like... <laughs> Great guest bar. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Andrew Barr, by the way, has uh, been in charge of evolution this whole time. He's, he's pulling the strings here. Uh, Behind the curtain, yeah. <laughs> Man, you know what? I forgot fucking uh, Matthew Broderick was the voice of Simba. That threw me off it so did. much. What is it about Matthew Broderick that just wants to blow off all of his responsibilities in every movie he has? Right. It's Ta- every movie. That movie's basically like Simba's day off. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. So, so, so the the chronology of it, the, the timeline goes: uh, Ferris Bueller, yeah. graduates high school, uh, he, he, goes, hangs out with Timon and Pumbaa for a bit, yeah. right? And then fucks he, around, and then he becomes uh, the teacher, the teacher in, in uh, election, in election. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and that is the circle of life. Oh, that was my lion phase. <laughs> uh, I would watch that movie. Yeah, <laughs> they should do a Ferris Bueller today, where it's like he's. Uh, He's just got like a shitty job and he's all broken down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it, there's something, I don't know. I think it's typecasting is the, what we're, <laughs> I, I think it's something in his voice. I think there's something you can hear in Matthew Broadwick's voice. That's just like, mm. oh, you just want to, you're just an irresponsible fuck. You're, like, you're cool, but you're, uh, y- you've let some things slide. Yeah. yeah. You're like surface level. Cool. Like I feel like if I really got to know you, I'd be like, this guy's not that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still, he does he says mean things about me behind my back. Yeah. yeah. He just yeah. knows how to do like a bunny hop on his bike. Like yeah. he has, like, <laughs> he has, like, can do little tricks. Yeah, but I he might be our most I, I was thinking about this, he might be our most done actor at this point. Because we did Ferris, we did Election, and we did Lion King. Oh yeah, he might be. Uh I can't think of anyone else who's been in more movies that we've we've looked at. And probably for that reason, exact exact reason. It's like he just gets cast as these <laughs> just lovable an asshole. villains. Yeah, yeah. That we have to talk about. We have to dissect these assholes. Uh, man, okay, I, I think for me, one of the, uh, I don't say the worst, but obviously the murder of Mufasa is probably pretty bad. But uh, I wanted to talk about Rafiki because he does something where I'm like, I if somebody did this to me, I would punch them so hard in the dick. <laughs> you have no idea. When he, okay, so when he finds out that Simba's still alive and he goes back to find Simba and he finds him and he goes, Your father's still alive. And says, Your father's still alive. Come, come with me. Your father's still alive, right? Yeah. And then he takes him through the four, like this really tight forest, which is obviously supposed to be a metaphor for rebirth and like you're you're becoming reborn through this canal or whatever. Oh, I totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, I you just thought that. that's just a. I just thought that's a forest he's got to get. Through. Yeah. Anyway, so like <laughs> they get to learning about lion sex. <laughs> they get to this like. I'm always thinking about the the canal that is the vagina. Anyway, we get to the lake and he shows him his reflection in the water and he's like, look closer, look closer. See, it's your father. If somebody did that to me, I would probably destroy them. Okay, like I get what you're saying and I get that this is a lovely moment or whatever, but don't tell me, dead eye, straight face, in a world where like possibly maybe he is still alive because I ran away immediately after mm-hmm. he died. Mm-hmm. You say your father's still alive 
and he's not. It's just he's been within me the whole time. Yeah. You, you, you're catching a couple of fists. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You're catching a couple. Okay. Well, and then yeah. this guy then proceeds to whack him in the head with a stick. Yeah. yeah. And tell him he's dumb. He's like, yeah. you could have just told me that I look like my dad. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that would have been, been a better time like, hey, for you know, me. You, you know, you kind of look like your dad. Or like, come see a surprise or I have something to show you. Yes. Your father's been within you the whole time. Not he's still alive. Come, come, come. Or, yeah. or maybe even introduce yourself and be like, hi, yeah. I'm Rafiki. <laughs> I kind of do mystical shit. I knew you as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dad, man. Check it out. Your dad's alive or, or, or a cloud, like close enough. <laughs> <laughs> or a cloud. <laughs> He's a cloud now. I don't know. He's probably going to give you some advice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Your dad's a talking cloud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is horrifying. Maybe, oh, is that where the rain came from? Like Mufasa is just like holding out on Scar, oh, and yeah. then it's just like, <laughs> yeah, Simba's oh. back. Mufasa caused the drought. Another reason that he's a shithead. <laughs> yeah, that's a great argument. Absolutely. Yeah. He's he like, is very obviously controlling the weather. That's right. <laughs> that's the next step after King. You, you are the Lion King, yeah. and then you control the weather <laughs> when you yeah. die. It's so like the he, promotion. So he caused a drought for like his entire pride just to like prove that Scar is a bad king. Yeah. Yeah. Some mystical shit there. And I would argue again that all Scar did was try and bring two kingdoms together. Yeah, he even says, uh, I wrote down this quote, he says, it's a dawning of a new era where lion and hyena come together in a great and glorious future. Which sounds a little propagandish, but like... Sure. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, like Mufasa was all about the circle of life and Scar was like, what about the Venn diagram of life? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two circles overlapping. Believe me, we have more in common with the hyena than we have differences. So, well, yeah, and they really do. They're both just kill, they're killing machines. Yeah. Essentially. And like hyenas tend to do more of like a scavenge thing and like... Uh. Uh, you Although know. I do, lo I love that scene when they're uh, when Scar is like singing his evil plan, oh, and all the all the yeah, be prepared, and all the hyenas are marching. I'm like, that is a dope group of minions, man. Yeah, like, that is a great group of henchmen. That's true. I'm trying to think who else I'd rather have as henchmen than the hyenas. I think hyenas from Lion King would be pretty high they, up there. They'd be high up there for henchmen. That's a good team of people. I mean, they definitely beat out like the literal minions from like... Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a bloodbath. <laughs> An absolute bloodbath of weird noises. Oh, God. I, def I, de I desperately want to see that movie. <laughs> I would love, they should do a series like that where they do, um, uh, they reinvent uh, cartoon characters into like very adult situation. You know what I mean? Like, well, I understand there's a whole section of the internet for that, but that's not the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, especially for minions. Yeah. <laughs> Probably exists. <laughs> oh, I'm, I, no, it's like, got to exist. I've seen, I've seen like pictures of like minions with tits and I'm just like, just by accident, and I'm like, "Oh, that's a that's a that's a hole we don't need to go yeah. down." That's I, uh, that is. Whew. I'm just gonna allow us to gloss over how you accidentally saw that. <laughs> like somebody like posted it up anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not willing to believe somebody posted yeah. it to their Facebook, and, uh, Craig. Anyway. Yeah, and what age do the minions live to, Craig? <laughs> I don't know, but sexual maturity is six months. <laughs> <laughs> Although to be fair, you do get some weird. I don't know. I think you actually watch everything legitimately. Maybe I do not. <laughs> I stream literally all everything we watch on this podcast. Sure. Like I find the illegal stream for whatever. Like I'm not paying YouTube four ninety nine to watch this movie because YouTube doesn't need my four ninety nine. I'm sorry. Uh, I need it. <laughs> whatever. But like a lot of the ads and stuff before those things are like minions with tits or whatever like yeah 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 there is one commercial that i've seen a thousand times and it just shakes me to my core every single time and it's like for some like sex video game <laughs> but like the position i'm like i get i get it like but some of these women literally couldn't walk if they existed like yeah. it's at a moment it's too much guys like there's not that's not a real human it doesn't even look close to a real human being <laughs> 
I've seen those ads as well. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Just breaking their yeah. back. Okay, I'm like, this woman would be on all fours. Unfair beauty standards. Yeah, are you saying pornography video games maybe don't have unrealistic beauty standards? I know. But yeah. at the same time, you know what? I, I'm like, you know what? If somebody needs to get their jollies off and... You know what? A cartoon might be the best way to do that for yeah, you. Fair enough. Nobody's been harmed doing sure. this. You know what I mean? You just have voice actors and shit. Because like sometimes, you know, the other porn, you're like, are these people getting paid? Is this somebody's mad ex-girlfriend? Right. I don't know what this yeah. is. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're yeah. like questioning the morality of it, yeah. which is hard when you're jerking off, right? Yeah. And I think all the body standards are like unrealistic and stuff like that. Like, people are always like, oh, Barbie, unrealistic body standard for women. It's like, have you seen He-Man, Master of the Universe? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point, we, yeah. We, we got to look at that and be like, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Like, some limp-wristed little shit kid yeah. looking at He-Man. Like, I'll, oh. I'll tell you who I grew up. Uh, thinking I had to uphold the standards of, and that was the Ghostbusters. And let me tell you, that worked out fine. For me. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I got a, I got a real, uh, <laughs> a yeah. real Egon body, if you will. <laughs> nah, dude. I think mine was the Little Mermaid, and that's not okay. She's too thin. The Little Mermaid's too thin. She was drawn too thin. Sure. She swims all the time. It works out every muscle in the body. Yeah. Uh-huh. I and and uh, while I completely agree with you. And, you know, unrealistic beauty standards, bad, like, put healthy images in young girls' mm. heads. The, my one defense of The Little Mermaid, I and stop know, me if I mention about this, this, is she doesn't have hips. <laughs> she is a fish woman with no hips. But she has the upper body of a human being, and she should have a rib cage, which she does not. not fair <laughs> I mean, we don't know what organs are in there. <laughs> <laughs> Even fish have ribs. So That's like, true. Whether yeah. you're half fish or she half should person, have a, more like, of a rib cage. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair, all enough. I'm fair enough. Both no. of the species that you combine with have ribs. And also, <laughs> if you don't think Ariel could be a black woman, you're out of your mind. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of broke so the silly. week that we're recording this. this yeah. Fictional thing. Oh, uh, just woman. take a seat, guys. There's yeah. so many real things yeah. to be mad about. Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> played the Prince of Persia, and you didn't say, <laughs> you didn't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not even just a Persian guy, the Prince of Persia. Yeah. yeah <laughs> also, I can't remember who. What's the woman's name that's going to be playing her? I can't remember I'm her sorry, name. I, I Hallie something. Oh, it's like really close to Halle Berry. Yeah, because everybody. Berry. Yeah. Because I like, I was like Halle Berry. Like, so did I. <laughs> I, <was laughs> I think like, everybody oh, right. on the internet did that. But like, I can't remember her name. But she legitimately looks like a mermaid. <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> have she... you seen a picture of her? I'm like, I've never seen someone look more like a mermaid in my life. Well, yeah. and like, I, and more importantly, she's like part of a, a singing duo, right? So she yeah. knows how to sing, which <laughs> is like the most yeah. important. pretty pretty important considering that's like her superpower and the point of like if you hired someone like some redheaded chick who can't sing you'd be like oh well this doesn't work at all yeah you know like yeah take her voice this is awful yeah. <laughs> that's the worst rendition of a whole new world i've ever seen whole yeah. new world part of your world there's too many world songs <laughs> it's all Disney about Canada. the world um i also this is kind of a weird point to make but uh i wrote that uh how do can cats see in color is that a thing um, I think they can see in color, but they may not see all the same colors that we see. Yeah, right? So I was just thinking, I'm like, that last scene where everything looks like super gray and dingy, I'm like, we might just be seeing this through the eyes of Simba. Oh, it might okay. actually not be that bad. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I think that'd be a weird directorial choice to be like, yeah, just in this last scene. Now we see things through the eyes of tigers. But even, even still, if they saw in black and white the whole time, then like really once the... You, like everything went all gray, they'd be like, "Oh, it's kind of the same." Yeah, if, same, that, if same. they did, but I don't know. I, I, uh, I, nobody got to the section on the wiki about the eye uh. sight of the lions. <laughs> yeah, they put it after sexual maturity for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we we like to put sexual maturity right at the top here yeah, on Wikipedia because like, yeah, we know like, what you're here for. Yeah, we yeah. know. We know what you're here for. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> You don't care what they can see or how old they are. Oh God, my Google search is going to be so weird from now on. Like they're they're definitely incorporating this podcast in the things I say. My phone is oh. listening to this right now. It's going to be like, hey, do you want to Google sexual maturity of octopuses? <laughs> Octopi. <laughs> Octopi. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, all this to say in closing, I really feel like, uh, I mean, Scar killing his brother, probably not great. It's a probably, probably not great, but could I argue. could I could understand it. Yeah, 
I don't think it's there was some there's some I, I think <laughs> some some good motivations there and maybe uh his leadership style could have been adjusted. A yeah, little like bit. I don't think he's the most correct person we've talked or no. a, a character that we've talked about on this podcast certainly. Yeah, he suffers from too much ambition. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. I would even I would even go so far to say like I agree he's he he is very ambitious and like he even says that in his song. He's like our teeth and our ambitions are bared. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, be prepared. Um mm. that song's weirdly enough that's the song that was stuck in my head mm. since I watched it. But um it's like, have you ever like been in a group project and you know that you're not the one to take charge and get things done, but no one else is stepping up? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like that was kind of Scar's thing where he's like, somebody, something needs to be done about this situation with the hyenas and the fact that we're segregating them and the fact that we can't sustain both populations. Yeah. And that necessitates that somebody remove Mufasa and Simba because we need somebody who is aware of the problem and will at least attempt to solve it. Mm-hmm. But then once he gets into that position, he is not qualified at all. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just like he was the only one available to step up. Yeah. yeah. He was like, fuck it, I'll do it. I, I have to. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, that's how I kind of think of it. Like, I think there's maybe a little ambition, uh, too ambitious Sure. Like well, in there, some, but yeah, I know. You know, I think he's a little bit, you know, jealous of his older brother and everything. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit of that. Which is, how does Scar get his scar? Did he like no, lose a fight to uh, Mufasa or something? I don't know. It'll, it's never touched on. I think. Yeah. It's never really. Yeah. It's just Disney shorthand: facial deformity equals evil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anytime you have something on your face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and let's call him Scar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, was he was really. Scar before he had a scar, he was really set up to fail. I think. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like his, if his parents named him Scar, like mm, yeah. you really have to feel like, it, comparatively to Mufasa, like you were the shitty child. Like you were the one that was getting kicked around the yeah. whole time. I mean, I yeah, that would breed yeah. more resentment. It's kind of like naming your kid uh, dipshit, who will also be always be second fiddle to his more popular brother. It's like, yeah, that's that's gonna that's it's gonna, gonna put out. a thing in your head, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna affect how you see life. Now I'm obsessed with the fact. So he got the scar presumably after <laughs> he was named. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had a normal face and yeah. was named Scar. And they're like, wow. Like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Weird how that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we got anything else? Uh, no, much I, think, like I think we got to it. All right, so I guess it's time to uh, come to our definitive ranking of the villains where every <laughs> week we give our definitive ranking of how good the villain was. Interpret that as you will. Uh, Rebecca, what do you got for us? Uh, uh, I've got uh, between uh, the King of Diamonds and King John, I give him the King of the Hill. <laughs> Okay, nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Very good. Uh, Although I would say closer probably to King John. <laughs> if you read that story... Oh, <laughs> well, like from Robin Hood, you mean? No, uh, from uh, from history. Oh, from history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean there one that wasn't a... Like he, uh, he tried to take over when his brother left. <laughs> right. And uh, when his brother came back, it was... Uh, <laughs> Not good. No, not good. Not good. <laughs> not uh, good for him. <laughs> no, no, no. How about you? Uh, what do you got? I'm a, I'm a Scar fan. I really, you know, I love. Uh, I think like Jeremy Irons' voice is iconic. And, oh like, yeah, he made a great aesthetic and everything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him eight Bones xylophones out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> the classic Bones xylophone. Uh, and I did mine on the uh, the cat scale. Ooh. Uh, so from Garfield uh, to a saber toothed tiger, which I think we all can agree is pretty much the most badass mm, cat that's mm, ever mm. lived. I think. Sure. Why not? Uh, I gave him a good uh, Sylvester the cat, you know, Thucker and Thuckatath, that guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, sure, he has some murderous intent. Yes, you know he what does. I mean? yeah. uh, but really, I think all his failings have more to do with his environment and circumstances rather than any personal failings. Oh, yeah. Very nice. There you go. <laughs> um, and yeah, so before we uh, get to our heroes and villains of the week where we discuss people who have inspired or disappointed us in our personal life, Couple ways you can help the podcast. Yeah, uh, please like and subscribe uh, on iTunes if you could give us a little bit of a review. That would be amazing. 
Uh, also, most important, we have uh, we have our new Patreon. Oh yeah, we uh, we launched our Patreon. I think uh, last week, as yeah. of when this comes out. Um, so yeah, if you if you feel like supporting the podcast uh, financially, uh, maybe getting a couple benefits out of it, yeah. uh, you can absolutely. We've got uh, the different tiers. We've got our uh, one dollar tier, which we call our Hank Scorpio tier. <laughs> we uh, will email you about hammocks. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> your reward. We're gonna thank you for it, and we're going to email. You. We're gonna Google hammocks in your home. Down. That's that's yeah. all you're gonna get. We're gonna, We're gonna recommend find that for you. the best place for you to find a, a hammock, <laughs> according to Google. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So send us your location. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. Um. We our next level up is our uh, three dollar tier, which is our T eight hundred Terminator level, uh, where you can get use your knowledge of the future to get our uh, podcasts uh, a couple days early. You'll get them on Tuesdays rather than Thursdays. Um, next up from that, and this is the really cool part that we're doing with uh, your suggestions that we've been mentioning over the last little bit, which is our two-phase level, where we're going to every month have a poll based on your suggestions for a audience choice episode that we're going to be doing the, the following month. So uh, this is happening at the end of Jul- uh, July, this episode. So if you sign up for Patreon now for that tier, you're voting for the uh, episode in August. And... Finally, we have our... Our Gollum tier. Yeah. Yeah, Gollum tier. Uh, it's a, a cool $7, but it's our most exciting one. We've got a bonus content for you. We're going to be doing two bonus episodes every single month. Uh, we're calling it The Lair, where uh, Craig and I each pick a villain that we like or just want to talk about. And we kind of dive into that for a little extra content for you. Yeah, without them having to necessarily be right. No, these yeah. guys won't be right, but we love, love them, them anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. good. So uh, jump on jump on that if you can. And if if you can't, uh, this version of the podcast always uh, free. And yeah, send us your suggestions. We're still taking suggestions. You don't need a patron to be uh, to get our suggestions. Oh yeah, please send those in anyway. Yeah, villainwasright at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, VWR Podcast, uh, Facebook, uh, Villain Was Right Podcast. And you can get our Patreon at villain uh, patreon.com slash the villain was right. So that once again, that's patreon.com slash the villain was right. Yeah, but if you don't have any money, listen anyway, we don't care. Yeah. And thanks for <laughs> listening, guys, and thanks for supporting us. Uh, and now moving on to our heroes and villains of the week. Oh, fun! Yeah, so uh, I think I got a uh, I got a villain this week. So do I, but I, it, it was just me yelling at a man. <laughs> what do you got, Bart? You got a hero or a villain? Um, uh, definitely a villain, but it first seemed. A hero. Ooh, oh, I'm intrigued. I like a plot twist. Uh, I got a pretty light one. I could start. All right, start sure. us off. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I just, <laughs> I, I, uh, I did uh, in the last couple of episodes. I talked about a cab driver that I absolutely fell in love with, and now I'd like to tell you about one that I got into a very <laughs> a screaming match with. Anyway, I had uh, this happened last week. I was so fucking mad. Uh, so I, I just got out of comedy bar and you know, when you just get out of somewhere and it immediately starts pouring rain and you're yeah. like, well, fuck me and my life. Yeah. And this is directly an assault upon my person. Yeah, like what did I just kill Scar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's like pour like and pouring rain to the point where I'm like, okay, I can't walk in this because like I'll walk in rain. I don't give a fuck. I'll get soaked. Okay. Mm. I'm not made of sugar. I don't care. I don't live that far from comedy bar. I'll take a hike. Right. But it was pouring, pouring, pouring to the point where I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to grab a cab. But I always feel bad when I'm grabbing a cab from Comedy Bar to my house because it's so close. I'm like, literally, this is the smallest fare you're going to have all night. It's a $5 cab ride, right? But whatever. Um, And I have this thing from Ottawa where I, like, I I just, I can't, anyway, doesn't matter. Okay. So the cab pulls up. I, I flag him down, flag him down. And I'm saying, again, pouring rain. So, like, I'm talking to him in the rain, right? We're holding up traffic. He goes, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going north. But he won't let me get in. I'm like, let me, I was like, let me get in. He goes, where are you going? I need to know where you're going. And I start, I, and I start losing my absolute shit on him. Because this is a button for me. Okay, this is my button. Is that you are legally not allowed to do that. And But I think why it bothers me so much is because it happened to me all the time in Ottawa. Cause it wasn't regulated very well. So you would get out from the bar. I would be, you know what I mean? I'm 22 drunk outside of a bar in yeah. Ottawa and you're not going to take me because you're looking for somebody going to Canada. So I'm walking around in the byword market hammered because like 
I'm not living far enough to be able to take a cab, which is illegal. You have to accept all fares that are within reasonable distance, mm-hmm. um, regardless of wh- where you're going, right? If you're an active cab driver. <laughs> I realize I've gone full white woman on this, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Did you ask to see the manager? <laughs> yeah. So I'm screaming at him, and he, he's like, whatever, right? So I, I step back, and I'm back, and I'm like uh, against the building, and he still won't move, and he's holding up traffic. He's just like, just tell me where you're going. And then I just start scream. I've never screamed fuck so loud in my entire life, I think, which is impressive wow. for me because I scream fuck a lot. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Fuck you. Fuck this. And I'm just screaming in the rain, pointing at him. <laughs> and great. finally, I went so bananas, he just goes, fine, and then pulls out. <laughs> and then I just waited for the rain to die down, and I walked home. Because I was are. so mad, and I listened yeah. to sad songs on my iPod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because my life is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there is something pretty freeing about like losing your shit. Oh, it really like, did. Every once in I was while, having a bad day to be fair. Snap on something. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I really took my day out on this yeah. man, to be honest with you. But he yeah. was wrong. He was wrong. <laughs> Maybe not that extent. Of no. Wrong. <laughs> but he was still wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I will bring the full force of my day down on you. you? Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what had happened. I had had a fight earlier that day. Give me an excuse. <laughs> and I was just raring to go. Oh, that's great. Uh, how about you? Uh, what do you got for your uh, villain, I guess? Um, uh, it's an animal. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, people say that, that people are monsters. Uh, this is... <laughs> I, I hope this is kind of funny to other people. To me, it was it's one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my entire life. And I was alone. No one else was there to appreciate it. I was, I was doing a moving job. Uh, I, I do some moving work sometimes. And I was uh, in the, like, the loading dock area by myself putting some things in the truck. And there's this pigeon there that's clearly dying. Uh, it's like laying on the ground and it's like worming around a little bit and throwing its neck in weird directions. And I I don't know what's going on with the thing, but it's like clearly very near death. It can't really move a lot. And then this other pigeon flies down and I'm like, oh good, another pigeon. (laughs) 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 This pigeon will know what to do. (laughs) Yeah. This pigeon, this, pigeon. this pigeon's gonna do pigeon CPR. <laughs> that is uh, oh, good. super funny. Okay. Oh sorry. good, Dr. Pigeon is here. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I'm like, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe I don't know if pigeons hang out or whatever. I'm like, maybe it'll be nice for this pigeon to have another pigeon. <laughs> Read it's, it, its last rites or something. As it's, as it's passing to have, you know, a bit of, a bit of comfort. <laughs> Uh, and I'm like, okay, maybe this would be like a, you know, a nice moment. And then the other pigeon just jumps on top of this dying pigeon, pecks it in the head a couple times, and then fucks it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, I knew this wasn't gonna have a good ending, but the craziest thing I've ever seen. I had to drop the box I was holding, and I just—I didn't know what to do. I was like, "What do I stop it? Uh, am I gonna go over there and kick it off?" I it? think. Uh, I think so, though. I didn't know it, did, it, it didn't last very long. It, it, you know, it did its thing, and then it, it just. It just left. It didn't even stay <laughs> for like a cigarette or anything, you know. <laughs> That's the circle, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the circle of life. Yeah. I, An- I can't animal, say. Animal, oh my god! Just, <laughs> animals are just as awful. I just as we put are. my headphones off. Every bit that was more evil. for heat than anything else, yeah, but yeah. yes, also. <laughs> yeah. Neither of us can sing, Craig. No, I do not true. judge you. No, that's yeah. but that is a fucked up story. That is. It was the most insane thing I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. it, 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 I was. Uh, I was a, not ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was like. I was clocking. Maybe someone would come and like some some other animal would come and eat it. You know. But wow. Nope. Uh, that's fucked up. I didn't even know if birds fucked until that moment. Yeah, and it turns out they do, and it is unpleasant. What do you th- of course they fuck. What do you think they just hatch from eggs? I uh, well, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I I'm also want to Wikipedia's this shit, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
first sexual maturity <laughs> one year. Uh, I don't know that. Um, my uh, yeah, I also have an animal who is a villain uh, this year, but it's a, it's more cat inspired. Uh, so this is my cat growing up. We it was Bert. Bert the cat. Bert's a mm. good cat name. I like. Yeah, that. that is a good cat. Yeah, name. it was named after our street because we lived on like Bert Nav, so we were like, mm. we'll name him Bert. Uh, but no one ever called him Bert. We just called him the cat, uh, or my, as my dad would call him, the stupid cat, uh, wow. because this was the most miserable animal I have ever lived with. <laughs> to be clear, to start off, we were not friends. Like we got him when I was young, 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 young. Okay. Like I was like under five so i would like chase this cat around with like a blanket and try and like catch him and like Mm, throw him in like laundry baskets and stuff like that really i don't know why i picture you coming out of the womb with glasses and a textbook yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was a i like i i I terrorize this cat a little bit fair enough but he was also not declawed uh and uh which you shouldn't do to your cat anyway but Mm. people didn't know that uh 30 years ago um and uh this cat would fight back so like our dynamic was I would chase him and he would turn around and swipe at me and whatnot, yeah. which is like, that's that's perfectly fine. <laughs> but um, he was so miserable. Like, even after I got, I grew up, like, he would just walk into a room and, like, you'd be lying on the couch and he'd just run up, hop up on the couch, slice up your arm and then run out of the room. Like, he would just walk into a room, randomly attack you and then leave. Wow. And this cat vomited every <laughs> day of its life for 18 years it would throw up every night nonstop. it didn't matter if we gave him like dry food or like wet food we gave him hairball medicine and he threw that up like just every day he would throw up to the point where it's just like it's the grossest thing in the world and he just and then like he lived to be 18 years old like i was in university when this cat was and he just lost his goddamn mind he would just shit everywhere and then uh he for some reason got super he oh by the way he never purred not a single day in his life (laughs) (laughs) so just Just, miserable just miserable he would howl he would do that annoying cat like (laughs) that's it but never purred never showed happiness uh was your cat the reincarnation of a supermodel? Yeah. Like, what? Oh, just the most vicious just... thing. At one point, he got, like, he he was an outdoor cat, and he got in a fight, and he got a slice on his face that got infected, and it all, like, swelled up, so we had to take him to the vet. Like, and he had to wear this wow. cone. The whole half, half of his head was shaved. Funniest thing I ever saw this cat do is he tried to jump off the couch wearing this cone, and he, like, beamed himself on the coffee table because he didn't have the clearance. I laughed so hard. That's uh, pretty great. Yeah. And then uh, he started shitting in corners and, like, trying to climb your leg like it was a tree. Like, he'd follow you around the kitchen while you're trying to make a sandwich and be like, I need up your leg and, like, dig his claws into your... And uh, we had to put him and our my childhood dog down all within a week of each other. Sweet uh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And the so, you had, so you had to put the dog down. And you're like, oh, that's a bummer. We should lift our spirits. Put the cat down. <laughs> <laughs> almost yeah like i came home from university for the dog like i was crying and i was like i want to be in the room and we put it down and like the cat was like i'm worried it won't take like, <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, so that's my villain of the week is uh bert may he rest in peace he sounds oh. similar to scar in a yeah. lot of ways he's he's why i'm a cat he's why i'm a dog person uh <laughs> Jesus uh, but yeah, that does it uh, for us for the podcast. Yeah. Um, um, you can follow me at Rebecca Reeds on anything of your choosing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Andrew, where can people find you? Uh, I'm at Andrew Barr 8 on Twitter and at Andrew Barr Comedy on Instagram. Sweet. And this comes out uh, July 18th. Anything you want to plug? You got your... Uh, um, Oh, um, uh, my debut EP with Comedy Records came out uh, this year. It's available on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah, check it out. Very funny stuff. Uh, yeah, Craig Fay comedy, uh, craigfay.com for all that. Um, I'm launching a video series uh, probably in the next couple months, so uh, find me on YouTube and subscribe so you don't miss that. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, thanks for listening. As always, uh, next week we're going to be talking about something borrowed. <laughs> Prepare for a lot of yelling. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a bad one. <laughs> and until then, this has been the villain was right, reminding you to always feed your henchmen. The villain was right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. 